You're listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. All right, guys, welcome back to the AntsMarching.org podcast. We've got a wild show for you tonight because apparently a lot of stuff's been going down. We have a ton to talk about. It's been, I don't know what, like over a month since our last episode, so... Kind of doing a little catching up here. Let some uh, news build up before we hit you with another episode. Jake and Joe are with me. How you guys doing? Good. How's it? Doing very well. Hello, everyone. I was talking to the podcast community. I was, was going to try to listen listen for them to, like, roar or something. Great. great, great, great. There it is. There it is. You can hear them. It's a little delayed. The internet had a little, little delay, but it came in a little late. Anyway, once again, we've got our Ains Plus members uh, joining us on Ustream for live broadcast. So they're watching this. You know, if you hear it right now, they're probably watching this an hour ago, uh, listening live. So if you uh, you want to jump in on the live broadcast, join Ants Plus. Um, definitely worth it. Lose some ads and stuff like that. But you can see uh, you can see our ugly mugs at the same time because we do video as we do it. You can see how badly Joe needs haircut right now. And you can see Jake looking like he's in the high school reunion picture over there. <laughs> if you've seen Twitter page, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to represent the West Coast. The West Coast people think that we leave them out all the time. So I, I put my Dodger shirt on. You can, watch, you can also watch the uh, large amount, amounts of uh, vino we drink while we record the podcasts. Right. No question. So um, we got a lot to talk. Let's go all the way back to right after our last podcast. Um, Charlottesville. We had the Ants Party. Uh, two amazing shows, Danny Barnes, John Durth. Uh, it was it was a fantastic time. Um, Jake and Joe, go run with this thing. Jake, I had a feeling that was going to happen. Not it. First off, uh, you know we, we still we're going to get some pictures up for everybody to look at real soon. Um, just take your time on that. Big big <laughs> thanks to a lot of people that helped us out behind the scenes, including the people over with Red Light Management. Um, the good folks at Blenheim, the winery that uh, Dave Matthews is a co-owner of, they provide us with some great, great prizes, um, autographed bottles of uh, wine by Dave, and uh, also to the great people at Mono Loco that just gave us just a, a kick-ass party, delicious food. All oh, those food guys are incredible. I mean, it's it's <laughs> something that, I mean, if you have to stop at one place to eat while you're in Charlottesville, if you ever go again, Mono Loco is it. Not only is the, the guys, the food's amazing, the people are so nice to go there. And you know something else that you almost have to go there because as you're standing in front of Monoloco after you just eat there, you walk right outside, take a look to your right, and there's the pink warehouse. The pink warehouse. The warehouse song where they played on the roof back in 91. That's the spot right there. So it's worth it right there alone. You might as well get something to eat while you're there and eat some Monoloco, right? I've been putting together. I'm I'm sorry, Joe. I'm going to jump you on this one second here. Um, I'm putting putting together the gallery page with all the pictures from the weekend. And the first picture for Thursday night is a picture of uh, the steak tacos that we had um, at Monoloco when we first got there. And every time I see the gallery, my mouth starts watering instantly. So wait till that comes up. Well, I'm going to put that up over the weekend at some point for sure. Actually, uh, I think one of the easiest things from the Ants After Party was the food that we had catered um, for the party was ridiculous. I think it's going to be pretty hard to top in future Ants. Uh, after parties, because there are freaking mozzarella pizzas, wings, um, build your own, um, yeah, build your own fajitas, like yeah, coconut uh, shrimp. Oh, those yeah. Coconut shrimp were money. It, it was unheard of. Probably it was the food was amazing. Very good stuff. They were and they were great people. Really nice. I think we had a good time. Listen to some uh, some great live. Uh, some great live uh, soundboard feeds of some shows that were provided to us um, back in 2000, 2004 show also. Uh, got their little number 40 soundboard, which was nice. Nobody heard before. So it was. Uh, I think it was a good time. I think everybody uh, everybody had a blast. There. We had about about 750 people, I think, we, we figured out we had. Yeah, we, counted, we, we had 1,000 bracelets because uh, that was the order that we got. And uh, we counted how many we had left uh, that weren't passed out by the uh, the bouncer at the front door. And that's about all we had left, about yeah, 250 or so. And so uh, Speaking of the of the bouncer at the front door, uh, one of our good friends, um, her name is Gina. Her name's Hart Cornbread on the site. Um, she was there with her husband. And the husband gets in, no problem. Gina apparently had a fake ID or some kind of uh, whatever she was trying to pull on this place. <laughs> Could not be let in, and and uh, 
her first response was, I'm calling Matt Yeti. And the bouncer's next response was, who the F is Matt Yeti? <laughs> so eventually we got her in. But uh, thank you very much for helping us out and being there and supporting uh, and being a part of the community, Gina. <laughs> and, uh, and also a big thanks to the uh, lovely people of the Charlottesville uh, Fire Marshal who uh, made their presence known uh, three times at least that I know of on the evening. So and, we... Uh, and- and emailed us before and after the before and after the party. Before and after the party, we got emails from the fire marshal. That's a first for us. I don't remember that happening before, but for a website, that's pretty good. And the yeah. uh, and the alcoholic. I think it's a, it's ABC. Is alcoholic beverage council? Is that what that stands for? I think it's control, but either way. Well, whatever it is, I want to apologize for anybody who's listening who's under twenty one and had had a hassle getting in. It was it was not a twenty one and over party at any point. And then the, the afternoon, like three hours before the party, um, they, or before the show, they came by, they hassled Monoloco, and all of a sudden it was 21 and over like that. There's nothing we had, you know, had control over. We're really sorry and apologize for that. Things like that pop up, and you just kind of have to go with it. We didn't have any ill intentions with that. Yeah, that, that really got messy for a while. We apologize to everybody. But like Matt said, I mean, I think that popped up around 5.30 the night of the party. Yep. So, I mean, literally we found out at the last second. It was not not pretty, but big props to Alicia and Mike over at uh, Monoloco for helping us out and giving us a great, great party. It was really a blast. And, Go ahead, Joe. And uh, and uh, we got some great uh, Star Hill beer there. And uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but uh, got we got a guest appearance, a couple of appearances, but one uh, we could probably mention was Corn was there. He came by and stopped by and said to see everybody. Yep. Yeah, Corn's there, and, uh, and Fenton was there with his lovely wife. Yep. Um, it was a good time. A couple other people that. Uh, People might not, we would know, but a couple of people that they might not recognize. Crew, me- crew members. Crew members. Crew members and such. But it was, yeah, it was a good time. I think uh, I think everybody had a fun. A couple people did not know because I got emails. But I think everybody had a real good time. I, you know, 748 out of 750 had a good time, so that's not bad. Red Light man- <laughs> Management Company, they have a real tight-knit family with Michael at Monoloco. Those guys, they're all... Michael used to have cater for the band back when they were real small, so I just... Oh, I'm begging you. Sorry about that. So, yeah, they have like a real small, close-knit family, and uh, they just made us feel right at home. (laughs) Can we laugh about that for a second? That was hilarious. Can we what? Can we laugh about that for a second? Uh, You want me to grab a cat? We could have like a dog cat fight. He wanted to be on the podcast, all right? Just let him go. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um... Oh, there we go. And for those uh, listening at home, uh, Jake has now put his cat into the uh, the video chat, so now they can uh, see each other and communicate. Oh, there's some white trash walking down the street with a lawnmower. He's probably got a wolf shirt on. <laughs> we only make animal shirts. That is that's a done deal. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> also, around the parties, another shout-out goes to Fluffy, because uh, he hooked us up with uh, some Tim albums to give away for the party, too. And uh, I don't know if you guys have anything, and that leads into uh, that we also did a Tim interview. We did, yeah. Matt and I had a chance to interview uh, Tim uh, Thursday afternoon, and kind of kind of crazy just from my part, because we actually got delayed. My wife and I drove up from uh, Florida and um, we got delayed in North Carolina. We got caught in two major traffic jams. They were doing construction at, you know, middle of the afternoon in freaking North Carolina on 95. So we actually got there about two hours late. And uh, and as soon as I walk in, the second I got there, Matt's waiting for me in the parking lot. The second I pull in, he's like, hey, I'm glad you made it in. Come on, go upstairs. we got to interview Tim in five minutes. So then we interviewed Tim. It was a great interview, I thought. Um, really got a lot of cool stories out of him. He was really going into the, the process of writing songs and whatnot. And then we all decide Joe shows up, so we're like, okay, let's go down to Monoloco. We park in the parking garage downtown, start walking the two blocks of Monoloco, and who do we run into but Tim? <laughs> yeah, right as we walk down from the uh, from the parking garage, Matt's, Matt's walking a little bit in front of me, and I, I said, Matt, is that Tim walking right at us? And there he was, just <laughs> as nice as can be, too. Just a really, oh, yeah. really super nice guy. And if you didn't get a chance to hear the interview, not to tutor on horns, but you know, he really did a good job, and Tim, you know, Tim carried it. Tim just went off and just really gave a lot of um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, interesting information songs and how he comes up with songs and talked a little bit about the big whiskey um, sessions also. I think we'll like it. 
And uh, so, yeah, Tim's got a new album out. And if you haven't seen, I think we have it stickied, fluffy stickied, um, up on the in the forums. Uh, Tim's going to be touring alongside with uh, some of the DMB dates, and uh, so you can check them out. Uh, you know, after shows and go see a, a, a TR three three show. Yeah, and and uh, by the way, if you were actually in Charlottesville and you missed Tim's the TR three show on Saturday, I guess there was a, a time change. Um, and, and apparently not a lot of people knew about it. Matt, you made it to it. Actually, Joe and I didn't make it to it. We missed it by an hour. So, um, you know, apologize to everybody that missed out on that. But if you get a chance to see him, if he's around your area, it's definitely, definitely worth going to see. Puts on a great show, right, Matt? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I was only there for a short time because, um, oh, geez, that was before night two, right? Yes, sir. It was, I mean, I had a great time in Charlottesville, but um, it was one of those weekends where because of the party and all the other stuff that we had going on, there's a lot of to-dos, so I wasn't able to, like, sit back and relax and kind of hang out at, at Tim's show as much as I wanted to. But um, I definitely got to go there, and it was great. And th- those guys have so much fun on stage. How can you not go to a show and enjoy it? They're really good. And I'm lucky enough, living in Utica right now, that's not why I'm lucky. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm lucky enough that, that t- Tim and TR3 come to um, the electric company in downtown Utica every, every year or two. Uh, so, I mean, it's nice that they can actually come local to a pretty famous local music venue. Um, that's cool. So, but Charlottesville was a great time. Uh, beautiful weather the whole time down there. We really lucked out. Yeah, really, it was really good times. A lot of fun. We actually made it out to Blenheim, also the winery, one day, and uh, we took some pictures from there too, and sampled some of their wines, which were just out freaking standing. In fact, Matthew, I think you're drinking one now. Are you not? Yeah, I've got 2005 uh, Meritage uh, from Blenheim, which I don't know if it was the fact that I might have been a little hungover from the night before. Um, but I wasn't feeling the whites. That's just me. I mean, it could have been my palate, my taste at that point. Um, not knocking their whites, but it, nothing was grooving with me there. Um, the Meritage, I think, was the first red we tasted, and it was outstanding. Um, just dry enough, delicious. And uh, like Gina says, the, the Chardonnay is great. They've got about three different kinds of Chardonnay. Um, but... it, it's the best Chardonnay I've ever had in the world. Really? I, absolutely. No, no, yes. It is my favorite. In fact, i got two more bottles coming to me that will be here next week because nice. I just love it that much. It's just outstanding. That's just me. What do you think, Jeff? I, 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 you know, my, uh, my wine palate, if it's a wine, it tastes good. That's why I'm drinking this, uh, uh, giant one liter bottle of wine. But it was funny because we went in there and we, uh, we saw other ants there, um, at, drinking there and we left some stick, we left some of the window stickers there and some of the bracelets and, and the people that were, uh, the, 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 the people that were doing the wine tastings were wearing the, uh, ants after party bracelets, so... Uh, everyone was really in a cool kind of DNB kind of great weekend. The weather was just freaking beautiful. It was it was awesome. Really good times. A lot of I'm glad they do that, and you know it'd be nice if they do that every couple of years or so because you know I think that's becoming more and more the gathering place. I mean, how many people do we run into just walking around there randomly? People that we've known met through the site. It was just it was unbelievable. It's got to be and massive it, for the local economy too. I mean, there's probably not a bigger event all year. Oh, yeah. I mean, my God, we, we went to Miller's Thursday night, the the three of us in, in our uh, days, I guess you could say. And, uh, I mean, that place was packed on Thursday night, just packed. And, you know, we were there early, 1030 at night. Yeah, and, I, and, I, I didn't hit Miller's. We, uh, we didn't really hit Miller's when we were there at 06, did we? No, I don't think we went in at all. It was, it was too yeah. busy. The place was packed. They they have a they have a, 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 a max capacity of only like uh, under hundred. I mean, it's pretty small, and uh, so you have to people mainly just go walk by and take a picture outside because they won't let you inside. And, and by the way, if if you did go to Miller's, and I know people uh, reading along there and went inside Miller's, as soon as you walk in the door, there was a piano that was sitting there. That was one spot where they used to have bands, which was near the bar, and they actually had. Three different spots. There was a spot where John Durth played later, um, and then they also used to put people up on the second level, from what I understand. Uh, that wasn't as common, but that spot right near the bar was a little area too, where the where the um, where the piano was, just to kind of give you a little layout of what it was. And talking about running into um, random ants and random fans when we're, when you're in Charlottesville, it's such a small city. Um, if you come in, uh, you'll run into the band members, and uh, one of us can attest to that because the the band members will just be around like any other, going to walk in the mall, 
and uh, shopping the strip. So uh, if you get the chance to go to Seaville, definitely uh, check it out. You get to see where the band came from and and uh, some of that, that fun stuff. And, and um, I, I, we didn't mention either, one of the grand prizes for the Seaville party was a signed uh, album, the, the new album, Big Whiskey, signed by Dave. And uh, the winner, uh, we, we, we raffled it off at the, at the show, uh, was user uh, Ange, A-N-G-G. So congratulations to uh, for winning the album. We'll be in touch with you soon in terms of getting your address and getting nipped out. Unless Matt wants to keep it, then you're, you know. Right, right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of, to go from there, Matthew, if I may, they also had a, uh, you know, good couple shows that those two nights that we talked about briefly, but also the entire run of shows um, just that spring tour, what was it, 17 shows 17. or something like that? I mean, I can't remember the last time that they did a tiny little spring tour like this that received such a positive reaction from fans. And all the songs they played, well, the first couple, you know, there's one that maybe didn't go off as well. But every song, all the new songs got a really positive reaction from all the fans. At least it seemed like to me that even, you know, usually people don't like the radio hits. And even Funny the Way It Is got a nice reaction from the people on the boards, which is... You know, something that doesn't happen every rare. time. Very rare. And, and you know, slight, ever so slight changes to the songs as they went along, tighten them up a little bit live. And, and I think all all the songs they played, even seven, you know, which improved, started out a rough, um, they're all just going to be very, very popular the rest of the way. Um, so, yeah, basically, it was a great tour. Um, Joe and I were lucky. J- Jake is a little... Uh, He's in love with Florida, so Joe and I get to go to Vegas uh, this year, too. Those were amazing Thanks. shows. Amazing shows. Um, Joe, what, do you th- what did you think of them? Um, so I got to go to, what, six of the shows uh, <laughs> of the spring tour? Uh, That's crazy. Luckily. Yeah, it, uh, I'm, I'm not addicted. Well, yes, I am. But um, uh, MSG had it. was awesome. They Seville, I mean hometown with some but Vegas I, I didn't the energy was there for Vegas I don't know if they were serving drinks in the back or what but the band had energy like none other and it just made the concert blast that place is very small at the MGM is very small and this and you when the crowd cheers you feel it everyone's really close and so it's a really cool place to see the band um like any other small venue and uh we actually have another, I think the next show is going to be another small venue at uh, Beacon. Which uh, you will be attending also there, Joseph. Uh, yeah, I, 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 luck, I, somehow I got confirmed with a warehouse. I was the, one of the, the lucky ones, and I know there's a lot of other ones that got lucky enough and got confirmed, so I'm excited to uh, see the show, and it'll be cool. Everyone get online, and we'll be able to watch it either on Fuse TV or watch it on Hulu. They announced they're going to be streaming it a lot, too, so um, if we can keep Ants alive, and it, that'll be the responsibility of Jake, which who's just the, le- the least technical person of us all because that will be in Cozumel and I'll be at the show so Jake so who we're doesn't, dead. Jake who doesn't even know the password to the site will be responsible for keeping it alive and and, and I don't want to know hey wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> things have been a lot better in the last few weeks since we upgraded the server am I right yeah so we, we yeah we got a server upgrade uh, I don't we announced it but uh we uh, upgraded the server, added some more stuff to it to make it better. Uh, so hopefully for uh, Beacon Show, album release, this great summer tour coming up, that we'll be all set for it. If you just look around the boards, I mean, every night, basically, there's between 700 and 1,000 people in there every night. And, and if you take that across the entire site, you can just basically add a zero to that. And that's basically the traffic we're getting. Things have been running really smoothly lately. I think it's uh, I think it's been a lot better for everybody. It's funny that people, a lot of people um, who are on the message boards only spend time on the message boards, and they think that that's the extent of the site. I, the message boards represent maybe 20% of the entire site traffic uh, in terms of visitors at any one time. So if you've got 800 users on the on the uh, on the boards, you've probably got anywhere between two and three thousand users on the rest of the site. That was cool about uh, Charlottesville was how many people that introduced themselves and said, "Hey." 
I'm Cornbread4230. I don't post, but I, I, I read everything and I keep all my show stats on you guys. Uh, I love the site. And it's like, hey, you know, and they, they say thank you to us. And I'm like, hey, I'm just a nerd at a Coda website. It's the community that makes the site exactly. so good. Exactly. You it should really cool. be thanking Matt and Jake, the ones who do everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, what else is cool is that um, the Ustream of the actual Seville party, I think we had something like 6,800 unique viewers. So almost seven thousand people watched at least one part of that. Um, that That's that just amazing. And, and got to that one guy just stand in front of the camera for like fifteen minutes and pick his nose. <laughs> Chip trying to tell him, you're you're on the internet now. Please stop. Please move. But he wouldn't do it. Yeah, we ran into that in uh, in West Palm last year too. Just a lot of people that came up and said, "Hey, I've got like two posts." And uh, you know, I don't, I don't really post, but you know, I always go to the site and everything. It's nice to meet those people too, and the wonderful people that are following along and shouting at us on uh, on the chat right now aren't, aren't wonderful people either. But I have four thousand and three hundred posts. Why don't you say anything nice about me? <laughs> I, I I never like it when they go. Yeah, you remember you banned me back in uh, 07? <laughs> I like those. That's nice always interesting. Well, okay, so. By the um, way, real quick, because I mentioned it, uh, you know, we do have a nice rate at uh, West Palm Beach. If you go there, back at the PGA, ninety-nine bucks a night. You could just call the number. It's actually listed on the uh, on the main site. It's just on the main page. Just go through the news section, you'll find the story on it. And ninety-nine bucks a night, sweet deal. So if you're going to West Palm, make sure you get the hotel. So, all of this, what we're kind of leading to, um, is of course uh, the album that re- that comes out in. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Jake's call, or Joe's calling timeout. Hold on. Oh, I can't, believe, I can't believe you saw that. That's pretty good. So, uh, before we go into the album, I have two things, one of which is related to what you're saying. One is, um, we will be announcing, um, hopefully very soon, uh, a contest on the site to give away uh, some uh, 10,000 uh, Lakes Festival tickets, a couple tickets and a, and a pass. Um, so, we're really excited to... Uh, Get somebody to come to the show uh, uh, for free. Uh, get the ants, and hopefully, we can meet up. There's a whole bunch of people already going to the, sh- already marked to go to the show in Tour Central. Um, so, really excited to get. But it's three day festival pass. Um, Dave's playing there, obviously, and uh, so it'd be cool to give that away. And, and, and if you don't win, um, they've changed the way the festival is. So if you if you if you're only into Dave, you're not into any other bands. Which I would recommend you check out the other bands because there's some cool bands there. But if you're just in the day, they're they're selling single nights too. But um, we'll put on the main page uh, contest uh, for anyone to win uh, uh, the the three night pass or four night pass. Excuse me, what I'm saying three night four, uh, to the to the festival. Very yeah, cool. that's a great prize too. What's, it's it's going to be a great show. And uh, so we're going to be giving more details on that soon, right, Jay or Joe? And I promise you two things, right? So the other one was to preface what Matt's about to say is um, we're about to talk about the new album, so just spoil it. But if you haven't heard the new album and you don't want our opinions on it or don't want to hear our discussions, now the time now's the time to because uh, I'm kind of one of those people. But uh, I would uh, I would recommend you come back to the podcast after you have heard it and uh, see if you agree or disagree with our uh, some of our opinions. But uh, go ahead, Matt. Sorry to interrupt. Well, um, basically, the album is uh, out there one way or the other, whether it be the the unofficial uh, version from April and earlier cut. Uh, not going to tell you how to get. Don't encourage that you do get it. Definitely encourage you to purchase the album either way around because. Act- can I, and it's it's not worth it to it's be not. honest, and yeah, it's not worth it. And uh, Pandora has or will be because as of right now it's up, but as of uh, maybe when we post this, it'll be down Tuesday. It should be up. Pandora will be releasing the album too for everybody to listen. And I could just I'll just comment that the stream quality will not be good at all. I mean, it'll be you'll be able to hear the songs, um, but if you are an audio person and you want a very good first listen to the album. My recommendation would be just to wait the seven days until the album comes out and listen to it the first time then because it'll be much better. But if you can't wait, if you're anxious, like probably uh, and you're, you you need... Like you are. <laughs> yeah, instant instant gratification. Uh, and you can't wait seven days, then definitely go for it. But the album, I tell you, will be 
head over head over heels better than the, than the streaming audio here on the internet. And there are like nine days left to pre-order the deluxe package. <clears throat> Excuse me, I I ordered the deluxe package. It comes with uh, um, lithographs, uh, art for every single song, a nice picture book of the, the um, pictures of the band, a lot of nice photos of Roy in there. Um, it comes with a bonus CD, uh, your CD, and it's, it's just a nice um, stitched bound. Uh, it's um, sixty bucks. I tell you, um, look from what I've heard about it, what I've been told about it, and then that little video that leaked out that's on our front page that um, shows somebody opening it up. Completely worth it. That's the way you're going to want to go. I've also got a few copies of vinyl coming in. Even if you're a collector of memorabilia, grab a vinyl copy too, because who knows how many they're going to make. Um, and, just... and you know what? Sorry to interrupt, Matt, but yeah. you know, and and once they finish this super deluxe, it ain't going to be available again. No, no. And it's we we got a little tip on it not that long ago, and and you know I told everybody, hey, look, if you can afford the sixty bucks for it, get it because yeah, it's yeah. going to be well well worth it. Yeah, yeah. Really I think nice everyone's price. looking short term. Everyone's looking short term. Yeah, there's not there's this, the retail stores and website. They're not just going to keep a rack space for this uh, special edition uh, giant uh, super deluxe package. It's eventually going to stop production, and yeah. everyone that was late on the game is going to eventually win. Um, the, the Roy tribute to it, the four extra bonus uh, songs that you get with it, which one of which we've heard on tour already, uh, Beach Ball, and uh, so it'll be exciting to hear that. Nice song, right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, the DVD is in there, but uh, I don't know if we should get too excited about the DVD because I think that's going to be spread all over the place. I think uh, Hulu's going to be playing it, and... Uh, and Yep. From what I hear, um, that this the, the, first, first of all, the Fuse thing is different than this DVD. Completely different things. Yes, but Hulu, I think, is playing the DVD. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't read that. Um, the the I know I do know that the documentary DVD that's coming with the um, deluxe package is unlike anything that's ever been put out there. They say the the, the interviews are so raw, personable, and just absolutely pure footage. They they say it's going to be incredible, and 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 I believe that uh, from everything I hear. So. Um, that's another, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. That's going to be huge. That's going to be so, really well, 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 well received out there. So raw that you hear boards, boys like pissed off at the band. Well, I don't know. Wow. Are you asking <laughs> that or are you saying that? I'm asking that. But here's my point. Um, and I'll get to this when we conclude on the whole album in terms of my review, which I'll be posting, um, up on the site soon. I don't want to jump the gun here because it's not officially out or anything. Um, but... You're going to want to preserve or have as much of this album in terms of memorabilia as possible because I think it's going to turn out to be a classic. I really do. I, it's early. We all haven't heard it all that much. <clears throat> but um, I think taking everything into consideration, given the effort of this album um, all the way through, there's not a song I don't like. <clears throat> and that's been a long time since that's even that's been true. Um, and... The production I find to be good. I, you know, I don't know. Where do you, what do you guys think? Well, is, real quick before, before we get into that, if I could just mention one thing. We were talking about the DVD and how that's different from the Fuse thing also. Um, Fuse also is doing a four-part series on the band, which is going to air the days after um, the live concert. And um, I don't think we're letting too much out of the bag that the three of us actually got videotaped for part of it. And, you know, we're assuming it's going to make it um but if it doesn't, it's okay we can live with that but just from what we heard i mean don't worry about us we've that's no big deal but the um <clears throat> the stuff that they interviewed with the band they were just the guys we talked to the producers and uh, one of the cameramen we talked to just said the stuff is unreal just really hard hitting and, and just that's something you don't want to miss either so it's that's that's good stuff and that and that on top of the dvd that's going to be offered with the super deluxe is going to give you and- uh and, Plenty of- and you get to get to see the look on my face, possibly, of me nearly pissing myself. Because when we listened to some tracks in Charlottesville, there were two options. My bladder exploding, or me pissing my pants, because I was not getting up to go to the bathroom during the listening party. <laughs> that's, that's, actually, that's actually very true. It's very and, true, man. I've never had pain like that in my life. And, and hopefully they cut the part out where we made fun of the Canadians. Not to make, you know, land of our Canadian <laughs> friends that might be listening right now. But Apologies to all you <laughs> socialists out there. But anyway, back to the uh, the album review. Matthew, you want to start us off? Tell us about uh, your basic thoughts on it. You want to go song by song? Um, I don't want to bore people. Um, I'm going to have the review up in terms of full text. Um, 
I, I don't know. What do, what do you think? What would Jake, if you were uh, just a listener on this and not not sourcing it, what would you want to hear? What song? No, no I mean, saying like, what would you want to hear? Uh, Jake, what the hell would you, you want to hear from me? I, I know, I know uh, Matt and I have a uh, ranking, and it's a current ranking, and it changes day by day of the songs. I'm, Jake, do you have something similar in that? I could uh, I could do that in real time for you, Sam Wilson. Do you want to do you want to go last, or do you, would you like to go first? I would like to go last to hear yours, just to be that person that could you know possibly change the vote. <laughs> I like that. You like you like you like the option. Yes. You like college football. Hey, you're gonna exactly. defer. You're deferring. Let me tell you something. Three happen when you pass the ball, and two of them are bad. <laughs> so you know what we're gonna do there, Joe? Run the ball straight up the gut. Three yards caught <laughs> dust. You know right, who's Joe? So Woody going, Hayes. You want me to go? Go back, guys. All right. Quiet down. Go ahead, Maddie. Start loud. us off. All right, I'll go. All right, my first song, um, my favorite, Shake Me Like a Monkey. And not only is the song awesome, I think that's pretty universal in terms of an opinion. But I think the song, and what really puts it to the top for me is just what it represents. It, it's it's such a huge kick-down-the-door statement. Like, um, we're back. We're taking this seriously. The vocals are all over the place. The confidence is all over the place. The band just has an energy and a drive. Carter is swinging on this song like I've never heard before. It's a, it's an in-your-face, shake-you-up-with-this-album statement. We're back. We're not going to mail this one in. This is Shake Me Like a Monkey. Um, and I think that's what that's all about. My second song, and this is switching back and forth. Right now, seven. All the way. Uh, I'm in love with that song. It's so nasty and sexy. Um, I love how Dave dances around that the riff with the, with the hopping um, chorus. It's really cool. Um, Squirm is next for me because, I mean, that thing kind of came out of nowhere. It's just one of those deep songs that wasn't really, no one knew anything about it, and it turns out to be a masterpiece. It's going to be a monster. Uh, I like Spaceman after that. Um, it's mellow, but it's got that, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know why, it reminds me of a fish song, the whole good life, that whatever that. I love the lyrics. It can be a Mardi Gras feel. You know Dave, you know Dave was, was watching Mardi Gras with the, all the freaks on parade, and uh, thought I saw a spaceman trying to get laid. I can just totally picture a guy um, in a spacesuit grinding up on some girl at Mardi Gras. And Dave's just thinking about that. Thought I saw a spaceman trying to get laid. So um, I can see that. I like After that, I like lying in the hands of God because that is uh, just beautiful. I mean, all around. I love the harmonizing of the vocals. It's, it's vocals. Music's nice. Timmy on his guitar. That's sweet. But ultimately, it gets out of the way of, of, the, of the lyrics, which really shine. I love... Um, Alligator Pie, too. That's fun. It's not even really a lyrical production. It's almost a, uh, a swampy uh, Louisiana jam session, country jam session. Um, and I love the whole thing with Stella. Uh, you know, Daddy, when you can put me in a song. That's cool. I love, um, after that, I'm into Diving, uh, which really was one of my less least favorite ones at first, but it's growing on me more and more. It's climbing the ladder. Um, very cool. Time Bomb is there. I mean, it's funny that Time Bomb is like the fourth from the end, but... It doesn't mean it's bad. I love Time Bomb. Uh, not as much as Jake, obviously, but I, I, but it's good. It's powerful. Um, probably um, YAM after that. YAM's getting better. When I first heard it, I thought it was the weakest production on the album, the weakest recording, just kind of empty. I'm into it the more I'm getting into it. Um, probably after that, it is um, funny the way it is. It, you know, the thing with the single, funny might be higher, but we've already heard it for a month now, so it's kind of... You know, falls to the bottom because it's not as new. Um, then it's probably You and Me, which, again, it's second last, but it's not bad. Uh, and then Baby Blue is my last one. And when that's your worst song on the album in terms of my preference, I just I think this album hit a home run. They're all winners. Uh, and when can you really say that about any album? Not very often. I love it. <laughs> it's been a long damn time since we said it about this band, that's for sure. Yeah, no, no <laughs> question. Did anybody else think that we were still on the podcast? I think Matt talked for like five minutes there. What'd you I guys you were just going to start stripping down for a second. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. So here's what I'm going to do. And again, I think this applies to Matt and myself and to Jake. This is our current order after listening to it for, you know, uh, for a little while. This is what it is. It can change. But I'm just going to name songs and I'll say a couple comments. So my order, pretty starts and ends very similar to Matt's. Uh... Is um, Shake Me Like a Monkey, Lying in the Hands of God, Squirm, uh, Alligator Pie, um, and then uh, what do I have? Uh, uh, what do I put after that? Um, 
What did I put? I responded to you, Joe, on Twitter, so I'm going to read it. I'll read it back to you, okay? How's that? Okay, thank you. Lock. Monkeys, wow. lying in the hands, squirrel, alligator pie. Funny the way it is, you and me. Funny the way it is. That's what it was. Okay, yeah, funny the way it is. Okay. And, uh, I got to look at a list of songs. You and me, dive in, seven, spaceman, time bomb, YM, baby. Okay, so a couple comments around that. Uh, if you haven't, you've heard, you possibly have heard uh, Shake Me Like a Monkey, and guess what? You haven't heard it because wait till you hear it on the album. Yes. What's released via iTunes is not not even close to the real deal. It's been dumbed down. I don't know what the deal with it is. Um, obviously, uh, Land Hands got Squirm Awesome Pie goes right after Squirm Awesome. Um, Blue last, but that's just my preference. I see a lot of people liking that. I put You and Me High. I love the acoustic from it. Uh, so keep that coming. Uh, and again, YM kind of low. Um, but that's all I'll say about Joe, it. Joe, do you, agree, do you agree that Y? I mean, we both big fans of YM live. Do you agree that that it was kind of um, empty on the album? Here's what I say. Here's what I say. They're gonna release Cornbread live. Switch it up. Put Cornbread Studio and put YM live, and you're golden. That's what they should have done. But you, you know what, Joe? That that's actually something I was thinking that if they were gonna do a second single and they were gonna go with YM. Which was rumored to be the second single, but I, things have changed a lot since that was all put in place. I, I wouldn't release the version they have in the album. I would release a live version because the live version is a hundred times better. But, but but Joe, do you agree with what I'm saying? Do you do you, do you hear what I'm hearing with that YAM? Why it's kind of like almost empty? Yep, yep. It, it, it's it's missing. It's missing the energy. It's missing the the crowd loves the the crowd is is perfect. It fits that song. Yeah, that too. Um, I it's, funny. Agree. it's funny, it's almost part of the song when Dave sings Still Here Dance with the Grugrox King, the entire crowd cheers, and you kind of almost look for that. Yeah, it's, it's just, and he says it differently, too, on the album. It's it's softer, it's a little yeah. his smoother. Lyrics, his vocals it's not are that hard, raw. Yeah. I, I think it was sung with the idea that it could be possibly a single. I think it was sung like, he, I need to sing this like more smoothly yeah, and like, radio-friendly. Sinatra, <laughs> yeah, something. Sinatra, yes. Something about it just um, it's, the first it gets best song goes on, but the first the first verse I think is is the emptiest. But I, I actually, I, I, sadly, I agree with you because I love the song. But that, yeah, but I love that it's different than than the live version, and I don't want ever I don't want to listen to the exact same CD when I go see him in the no, live. And that's I not the Dave agree. Ma- that's not the Dave Matthews band, uh, and I love that it's different, and I love that it's gotten better rather than worse. Yeah, you're right. You're I I completely agree with you there. Um, it, it's funny that I still find myself listening to it a lot right now. Um, it's not stopping me from listening to it. I just I'm looking up and down in this entire album. The only song I'm skipping right now is funny the way it is, but that's only because I've heard it a hundred times already. That, that's but exactly me, what I'm doing. <laughs> but me and you sang our freaking lungs out when we saw it live. So oh, yeah. that, that says something. Yeah, but you guys are followers, so I mean, you know, <laughs> you're. You're screaming for crashing to me when it comes on to. And- and I've, I've said this on past podcasts. I will dance my butt off for I did it. Whatever song, anyone, any song people have been on, I dance for every song. I don't care. I have a good time with the show. I don't dance till I did it. <laughs> I did it. That's another story. I, I, um, pooped, I pooped during I did it. <laughs> that's a little too much information. <laughs> well, you know you know me. I'm, I'm a man of, um, of uh, consistency in my life, so... When I say that I love Time Bomb, I'm going to say with Time Bomb. Um, and that's mainly, I mean, the song, I still think the song's great. And I've, I'm not even kidding when I say I've listened to it probably 50 times. But the, the thing that gets me is, is when we first heard it, and we weren't really told a lot about it going into it, we just, you know, heard it. And when it got to the part where it ripped in, it just turned into something else. My jaw just dropped. And, and I still am stunned by that. I, I like the entire pace of the song, everything about Time Bomb, I, I, I really like a lot. And I'm, I'm going to interject here. Please. Most overhyped uh, action in the world, Jake's promotion of Time Bomb. Boom. Oh, my God. No, I think I think it was equally hyped. I just think the stuff that I like better of it sh- should have been hyped more. Well, then, what's the matter? Your Twitter doesn't work? Twitter your own damn song. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I didn't want to talk about the album, that what we heard beforehand, but... 
Shake Me Like a Monkey, Struck Me. We listened to it twice. Uh, I knew that was going to be a great song. I'm excited to see what comes from that song. It could it could die. I hope not, but it could be an awesome song. When we first heard Shake Me Like a Monkey, I remember we actually had a conversation and said, you got to be kidding me. They're not playing the song already. I mean, this is crazy. Because that, that's the one song that I think is, is basically like Rapunzel, not only because it starts the album, but... It, it's the song that, you know, it can be played anywhere in the show. It can open a show, can close a show, it can be the encore of a show. It's just, it's that kind of utility infielder of of all the songs, you know, like Rapunzel. And and that's just, I think it's a great song. I'm really high on that song, and uh, and I really like Dive In a lot. And I think Dive In, Matt and I were talking about this earlier uh, of the record, but Dive In kind of reminds me of a Beatles song a little bit. kind of has that rubber soul sort of feel to it, sort of a revolver and kind of like the pace of it and I, I, I dig that song a lot that's that's one of the ones I like a lot and also Squirm which is a song um, that I, when I first heard it didn't grab me immediately but um, I definitely like it a lot better now it's, that's like kind of the ones at the top the you know the ones at the bottom I'll just kind of skip around the ones at the bottom really are the last two songs of the track uh, You and Me didn't do a lot for me but it's very catchy it's. I mean, that's the song I cannot get out of my head, at all. And you know, I can just hum it even as I say it. Um, if, I, and, if they just take out, if he just takes out the very falsetto baby out of that song. Listen to it again. Take out the baby, and that song is it is awesome. Well, not awesome. Okay, I mean, I exaggerate, but it's a it's a darn good song. It is. It's a good song. It's just you know, it didn't grab me. You know. And I, I, I know I, I know I'm by myself with that one because I've I've already posted about that and everyone's put me in my place about it. But uh, I like the acoustic. It's old school DMB. It's catchy. I don't know something about it. I'm I'm still stunned that Seven is getting roughed up like it is. Well, you know the big problem with Seven is that its debut um, was um, what's the word I'm looking for to be very very kind about it. Um, different? How's that? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, no version that's out there right now is not the final cut. And yes, the final cut is a drastic difference. But still, the song itself, you know, you got a gist of what they're doing. I do get it. Uh, why it's not popular. I mean, I just get the whole, you know, the the riff is cool, and then Dave dancing around, the mom, the old boy. I, just the way he does that, it's just, I completely... I like, look, I like the falsetto. I think, I like the way he does it, um, but I wish... You know, I, it doesn't work in the song for me at the beginning. Once he gets through that part and it kicks in, I like it. It's it's that part at the beginning is the thing that just kind of threw me. But still, overall, I mean, it's not even the worst song on the album for me by far. Oh you're you're going to see. Watch, that's going to turn into one that's not really liked. It's going to end up being top three or four songs in the album. You'll see. Well, oh, that wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, when Stone came out on Before These Cries Streets, the song everybody ripped on. Oh my God, this song's awful. <laughs> You know, now people would pay to hear that. Well, they do. They, pay so to hear that. they do, Joe. Jake, it's called a, it's called a concert ticket. Really? Uh, Tell me more about the concert ticket. I'm not familiar with this, the system. It, well, there's going to be four uh, bonus discs with the super the super special ultra mega deluxe package. Um, and twenty seven Beach Ball, Little Red Bird, and write a song. We've heard Beach Ball live, but we don't know what it's going to sound like um, from the studio. And I guess we're going to have some prop bets coming for the uh, the summer tour. We did the spring tour, and we'll be announcing the spring tour stuff on our next podcast. And we'll be also be announcing our summer prop bets uh, to Jake uh, in the next one. But uh, we think the chances are of the uh, the remaining two songs, I'll say, I'll exclude Beach Ball, I'll exclude 27, a uh, little red bird, and write a song. That's actually going to be one of the prop bets, ironically enough. It's like you were uh, hacking into my computer, as you oftentimes do. Um, I am a nerd. <laughs> I actually think, um, just based on the fact that they played beach ball, and just knowing a little bit of um, what I've heard, um, I, I think that there's a good chance that we're going to hear them. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would be shocked if we didn't hear 27 again, obviously. Um, you know, 27, 27 probably had a really good shot at making the album until they decided to go in a different direction. Um, so I think I, I actually think we're going to hear them all. That's just my opinion. I think we're going to hear them all. And I still think we're actually going to hear some of the songs that uh, you probably have heard. The bonus disc kind of changed a lot um, in the last three or four months. So I think you're actually going to hear 
a lot of songs that we've heard in the past, including everyone's beloved Shotgun. I, I really think you're going to hear that again. Uh, I'm curious. So what's the motivation? Why not make this a four extra song album and include them all? Is it, Do you think it's flow? Do you think they just want a very pristine album? Why release these four separate? Is it just a marketing scheme? What do you think? Yes. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, you know, why did they add in the last two songs? I mean, it, it was ten songs for a, a long time. You know, they, they added in. It's not a big secret that they added in You and Me and Baby Blue very late in the game. Um, I, I think that, you know, I think it's it's a marketing tool. And, and it's fine. You know, it's more songs for us. They have the songs that are complete. They felt strong enough to put them on an album. I'm just glad that they're actually going to play them. Um, as opposed to a pass, because I'll tell you right now, you ain't going to hear trouble with you ever again. And that's so. Will just... we? Go ahead. Will we hear the two edition? Will we hear you and me and Baby Blue? That since they were kind of, uh, you know, well, you're 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 not my favorite, but you're my second favorite. So will we hear those? E one, baby. On course slot one. For... Baby Blue, yes. But uh, what about you and me? Well, you know, I think that the thing about you and me, though, is is it's so catchy, and I think that's really thrown a wrench into things. So I, you know, from what we understand, they kind of had an idea where they wanted to go single wise on the songs, and you know, things have changed a little bit. It would not shock me at all to see you and me as a single because it's so catchy. I mean, that is just you get that song in your head, and you can't lose it. That, that wouldn't and, shock me at all. I, I actually think it was a strong single. And as far I don't know if you've heard any different, but uh, third single, if there's a possibility, I don't think has been determined. Uh, no. As far as I know, it isn't. Um, you know, I, I think there's a couple songs that fit in there immediately. I think I think Why I Am um, would be a good single. I think Shake um, Me's going to be the second, though. I'm sorry? I think Shake Me's going to be the next single. Well, I think that's why they changed things around, because I think that Shake Me's such a strong song. And, you know, they didn't really do Rapunzel, as a single last time. No, they it did. Was, they I, did. It was it, like the fifth single. Yeah, it was the fifth single. They released it so late. What's in your sister's single? It's Token. Exactly. You know, why waste... If if Shake Me's in the same line as Rapunzel, why waste it and save it? You might as well release it earlier. I mean, if you if if I had a vote, and that's not checked, I don't, but if I had a vote, I would go with either You and Me or Shake Me right. as the next single. There's no song... That's bringing anybody who's not a fan of Dave Matthews Band better than Shake Me Well. That song appeals to music fans no matter what path you walk if, on. If they come in, love it. If, <laughs> if they come in on Shake Me Like a Monkey, will they like uh, old DMB? Yes. And I'll tell you why. Because I've never, ever, ever in my life met anybody who's gotten dragged in this band and, and hasn't said, wow. This is amazing. This is incredible. I, I got my cousin. He's about 10 years older than me, so that means he's really freaking old. He's 60. He means he's 91 right now. Um, <laughs> I got him tickets a couple years ago, him and his wife in Texas. And his wife was a, was a big fan. He'd never heard him before, really. And uh, he just was completely sucked in. It's like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And I gave him a couple live shows to listen to, and he went out and bought a bunch of albums. That's just what they do. I mean, it's just nobody's ever gone to a show on a first show and said, eh, you know, I can take it or leave it. You know, this, this ain't seeing Lionel Richie. This is, the band you know, has, yeah, they've never been a radio band, which is probably would consider the most marketing kind of friendly radio population, pop music friendly uh, media stream. And uh, if you get, you get them to a live show, it's a different, it's a completely different story. Think about the bands, you know, the, obviously they tour all the time. And they're always up there, you know, they sell out the majority of their shows, regardless of if they have an album out or not, as the last three years has been evident. But just, you know, if you just think about people when you go, oh, like Springsteen. Okay, well, Springsteen puts on a great show. You know that. DMB's in the same boat as, as that. They're one of those bands where you know, if I go see a show, even on their worst show, it's going to be a great show. And that's, I, that's one of the things that helps them. So whatever they pull in, from whatever the next single is going to be, they're going to be instantly hooked. I agree. I don't, I don't know about you, Maddie, but uh, I'm excited about uh, the, the next podcast and doing some prop bets. I'm excited to do some prop bets. So we got to do this before the, the summer tour kicks off, right? Obviously, because otherwise we'd be cheating. 
F word. F word. I guess I better write some freaking questions then. You better hustle up. And we'll be and we'll, get, we'll, we'll very quickly discuss the winners and and how wrong we were on the prop bets from the spring tour. And how Jake didn't even put an entry in the schmuck. Yeah, that's that. We had a little uh, clerical issue with my uh, consigliere on that. So, uh, see, unfortunately, I was rather busy doing stuff for the website. Uh, it's antsmarching.org. I don't know if you two are familiar with it at all. Never heard of it. Exactly. exactly. And going to be talking about. So we're about, we're, we're going to be tour uh, website focused um, in the next few our next podcast, which is coming up soon. It's just with our prop bets, we want to go through them. That takes a long time. We want to talk about the setless game and the winners, prizes, and all that kind of stuff. So that'll that'll fill up the entire next pro- podcast. Look for that in the next few days, actually. Yeah, actually, get another you got, we should we should make a prop bet. How many people do you think are listening still in podcast at this point? Oh, what do you, which point? How many people are still listening to this podcast at this point? I'm I'm guessing three and a half. Uh, <laughs> um, Joe, I just got asked a question from one of our Ants Plus members. What happened to the Sienna Fee song? Um, I sang it, but no, it was in the did. bathroom. And I did not hold him it. to it. I, I let off the hook in Schittsville, but... I guess it, so. it, honestly, it was for the sake of the party. Nobody wanted to hear that. It wasn't... You. We'll save it for a better time. You save it, not, by, by better time, he means he means that nice new shiny webcam that, that we bought him. He's going on YouTube with that mother ever. Wow. That was, that was, that was impressive. Let, let's uh, let's let's bet the uh, new let's bet the summer tour prop bets on that. No, wow. no, 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 done. It's done. You are double or nothing. Me on YouTube or nothing. You on YouTube then? You're going on YouTube video and all. You're singing it. Double oh, or nothing. Double or nothing. Then double that or nothing it's... after the spring pop bet, pop bets. Listen, it's either me on YouTube or see, nothing. You see, you already lost that. Double you... or nothing. The bet was for Seville. And I gave you a break. So now I'm dictating the terms. No, you can't change it. I would oh, I would have sang it in Seville if you would have let okay. me the opportunity right. to. But all you right. didn't. You all have that on record. Joem is a Welcher. He's Welching a bat. Nope. So anyway, was... just to get back to the album quickly, we all <laughs> give it a thumbs up. Okay. Do you guys want to summarize? Or you want me to go first? Go ahead. All right. Obviously, this um, uh, the album in terms of where it ranks ultimately among the other albums will have to wait until some time has passed. That's just you know whatever. Let's take it right now. Take everything in context. Take the fact that when Stand Up, you know, when I got invited to listen to for Stand Up and I heard some tracks, I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah, I was a little starstruck. I admitted as such in a further column, all that kind of stuff. So taking all that into context, taking the entire, you know, um, celebrity thing out of the deal in terms of being starstruck by listening to the album before um, most people, not a big deal. Um, there is now a big four. Uh, now, where this... Where this album sits among those big four is the question that time will, that will take time to, to sort out. Can it challenge Crash and Under the Table and Before These Crashes? Can it beat any of them? Yes. It absolutely has that possibility. It has that ability. It's got the quality to be considered with all of those other three albums. Um, could it end up being the best album that they've done in the you know in the, in the past 20 years? Yeah, it could. Uh, is it there already? You can't answer that question without letting it, letting time set in and get and you know take its toll. Um, on top of that, there's a song I don't like on the album. There's not a turd. There's nothing. I'm skipping over every single time. Um, I'm blown away. And the, the big deal is the band actually tried this time around, and you can tell. You can tell they tried. You can tell they put their heart into it. Shake me like a monkey is energy all over the place. Uh, and there, they're telling you, listen, you're in for something special. Um, I'm so passionate about this just because I've been dying for a solid album for so long, and I've known they've had it in them. They just haven't put the work into it in the studio. And they, you're right, Emily, they did it for Roy. They did it for Roy. Whatever reason got them there, they got there. They did it. Our band is back. Maddie, you, you, you summed it up. I mean, really, it's 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 a big four now. I mean, I don't care if you, if if you don't like that idea, but it's the big four. I mean, you know, it's a big five if you want to count Lily White Sons. <laughs> you know, it's it's really it's a great album. It's it's there's nothing in there that can turn anybody off. It's um it's it's unbelievable. They really, you know, who would have thought that taking their time like this would have actually worked out? You know? With all the stuff they had, all the stuff we've heard in the past, you know, remember, you know, five, six months ago when people were going, You gotta be kidding me. There's no freaking shotgun on this album. Yeah, you know, did, did you even think about that once while listening to it through? No, 
you know, and I love shotgun. I think we all love shotgun. But just, you know, it's a, it's a home run. I think it's going to be a hit among fans, and that's really the key. The people that go to the shows that love this band love it, and that's something that hasn't happened for a while. Tell us, and now, writer. And now my turn for summary. I will say I like every song on this album better than Shotgun, and I am very excited about this summer tour and what it has to bring. I can it cannot come fast enough. That's it. Come on, Joe. You got to give us more than that. Nope. That that that's you know me. I don't go on like Mr. Matt here. He just talks for five minutes straight, and everyone's like, "What is he gonna stop?" No, I just very simple. I like I think every song on here is better than Shotgun. And I think this summer tour, it, we have an album-supported tour. We, you know how long it's been since we have an album-supported tour? This is going to be a good tour. Um, well, it's a album-supported tour that people are going to hear stuff from the album. You know, 2005, which, <laughs> you know, overall wasn't a bad tour, despite the fact that the, you know, the stuff wasn't great, even look back on it. But, you know, people are not going to be upset about hearing, you know, Time Bomb every night. If they hear it every night, or hear in any song, squirm or dive in every night, that's not going to get old at all. As always, uh, Jake, very in depth, always profound. Joe's um, quiet yeah. when he drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Vino. But uh, I am so excited. It is a great time to be a Dancy's Band fan right now. Um, I don't think anybody can argue with that. It's it's just I'm just super happy. Uh, I am too. So let's wrap it up to my one. The more thank I, uh, you, thank you to anybody that has listened until this point. Uh, you're awesome. It hasn't even been our longest show yet. It hasn't. Oh wait, no, 58 minutes and change. I think our longest was 59 and change. So we're definitely gonna go over. Let's go over the hour mark here. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe, play the national anthem on your armpit to push us over the edge. <laughs> Uh, I only I only do that for karaoke, so someone else has to sing. <laughs> just, just to uh, just to uh, fill some time because I'm looking at some of the questions people are asking. Uh, Dave and Tim tour in November, which has been rumored. Um, I don't think anything is set in stone yet. For we got the cruise. We got the cruise. We got the cruise. Maybe. Well, I mean, outside the that's right. There is the cruise coming up. Um, that's October 23rd through the 26th. I, I guess they're going back to the same exact island they went to last time. Um, so let's, have a, let's a guess right now, all three of us. Let's guess how much it goes for a person, uh, the cruise. How, Jake long, Furman, how long is it? October 23rd through what? 26th. Three, three days. Three days. All right, before I go any further, let me ask Joe. I'm going to request you stop gargling that microphone when you talk. I, I can do that. Secondly, three days on the three or four days on the cruise. Um, well, hundred. No, it's, it's more. Than, it was going to be. I looked at it last time. It was going to be four grand for the wife and I. Oh. So it's going to be. It's going to be pretty pricey. Well, um, I mean, four grand would per- have been two thousand a person. So it's not far off from from twelve hundred. One person. Well, one person. We're talking. Maybe to you. To me, that's a big difference. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, how much for one person? What's your guess? Between uh, between twelve and two thousand. Oh, wow, we're way to narrow it down. And, and, and here I'll go. Am I gargling? I hope not. If this was Price is Right, I would be saying zero. One dollar. We're we're one dollar. But I'm going to say uh, it's going to be a person. It's going to be much cheaper. I'm looking at uh, $7.79. That's my number. If it's $7.79, this thing will sell out in about four hours. You're right. There's it's, no way. Well, here's the difference. It's it's going to be sponsored by Bud Light, so it's different. They are Bud the king of beers. <laughs> and you know what? If they, if they hook us up, we'll we'll mention that every damn podcast. Yeah, exactly. We'll be drinking Budweiser the rest of the podcast. No, we'll be, we'll be, we won't be drinking wine. We'll be drinking beer. Exactly. I mean, it's the king the Bud, of beers. Between, you know, Budweiser, really between Budweiser and Wolf shirts, we've got the entire market cornered, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I actually I don't know if you guys have run into anybody that went on the cruise last time. I've, I met a couple people in West Palm uh, a couple of years ago. And just said it was an absolute blast. Said it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, obviously the storms threw off everything, and then when they played on the boats, they actually didn't like make an announcement. So if you didn't know, there was a good chance you actually missed um, missed it last time. Missed them when they played on the boats. But I think 
I think the weather's gonna be a lot better this time. If, if everybody and they play Ahi instead of Ehi. Ahi. If everybody wants to email Red Light and tell them that they should definitely put the staff up uh, pro bono <laughs> so we can throw parties every single night there, we'd have our own little ace room. You guys are free to do that. We we will be like uh, the love boat. We'll be like uh, what's the bartender's name? I just forgot his name. That a boy. Isaac. Isaac the bartender. We'll be uh, we'll be running the show for everybody. Do that. That would be a that would be a good time. Regardless if if we got put up. Regardless, uh, we paid our way. That would be a good time. We get all the ants together. Let's just have a good time on a boat. Uh, I can't see anything better than that. That would be fun. We got to think about that. We'll have to talk about this in the future, guys. And if I had if I had a a boat? You go on the ocean. Pony. <laughs> That's a great cover. This thing is so went off the rails. It's not even funny. It is. All right, let's cut. Let's cut it before before we cause pain to. Sleep. I'm sure I'm gonna get. Uh, you know, I've gotten them before. I'm gonna get the hate mails. Like you guys should talk more about Dave Matthews Band and less about personal shit and this and that and the other thing. And I definitely swore on a PG rated podcast. Sorry, iTunes, ban us. Well, he's no, too, he's just joking, though. He's just joking. Don't ban us. No, don't ban us, iTunes. He, we'll, we'll kick him off the podcast before you ban us. Right, yeah, right. I'll, ban him. I'll have to resign. But anyway, we'll be tighter next time, we promise, with more wine. This was, this all was, right. This was a wild show. Do you guys have anything else to add? I think we got it all wrapped up. We'll throw in a couple more things uh, next time. Yeah, keep an eye for the uh, you know the, po- the next podcast coming in a few days about for next tour. Cheers, and our guys. Plus members, stick around for a little unscripted action after we shut this podcast down. Please do. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB.